So did y'all know that J. Edgar Hoover was a um was a, was gay and yes. uh, uh so was in the closet and would and would dress as a woman and would like his sexual fantasy fantasies to be done like, while he was like a woman? So was Hoover, so was uh, Hitler. Hitler was Hitler. Yeah, Hitler was too. You know, I'm sitting here like y'all men of power. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. If you watch the first season of Spartacus, they didn't care. During the Greek times, during those times, that was normal. That's what I was like. It's it's clear. And when I meet people today and and they're like, oh, I'm not really out. And I'm like, no one cares, bro. Like, I see it. They see it. Keep going. Pass the salt. Pass the salt. Yeah. Pass the salt. I I only have two problems with as I do with every sector, I only have two problems with it. I have problems not with not with homosexuality, but with the people that claim anything. Right? I mean, I I just hate hypocrites. Um, that's I, I hate hypocrisy. I mean, just like in I think hip- hypocrisy is right up there with injustice with me. Um, and so the one the first thing that I have a challenge with is people crossing boundaries. Yeah. So my philosophy is very simple. I, I you can be whatever you want, just like I love Ruben and I and, and anybody else. You can be a trisexual, homosexual, heterosexual. I don't care what kind of sex you like, you know. Just hey. rub on me, right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, fish. We won't even we won't even start, right? Because uh, sweetie, sweetie, I mean, sweetie, we had this fish, fish. I don't fish. know what you're talking about, boo. Look. look. I get my facial twice a week. I make sure I get a manicure and a pedicure every week. Yes, so, I, bet I don't know what anybody do. else is talking about. Okay, so you. But what I'm saying is, when you cross, like, you can have your views on 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 you know on the racial issues, on the economic divide, on um, black right. lives, Asians, whatever. You can. I love pride in anything. I love, you know. I love the Jewish. I, I have so much respect for the Jewish community of what they're doing internally. I have so much respect for what the Chinese are doing. Why am I hearing a feedback? Is what eating dog? dog? You know what? You got respect for that? Shit. No, listen, 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 Linda. What I'm saying is what they have done from you know they banned it in the country. I guess you can't eat that no more. From stop. Stop it. <laughs> from from an economic <laughs> perspective of what they've been able to do. And anybody, but what I'm sharing is, if this goes to a human cellular uh, mm-hmm. level of respecting a person's boundary, which then gets yeah. into sex and demographics. When you cross that boundary, just like from a Christian perspective or an atheist perspective, I don't give a damn if you're an atheist, just keep the shit away from me. You could be whoever you want to be so long as you don't take your views and impose them upon me. If you, if, you know, if you want, if you want to talk about money, don't talk about it. Become an example and inspire people as to why they should be following you. That's beautiful. You yeah, know? that's and, beautiful. And that's that's the reality. So that's the first thing is that that crossover of just understanding the boundaries. The yeah. second challenge that I have, and the only challenge when we're dealing with this topic specifically, is what is at the height of understanding the DL in like Atlanta, which is the pit of the devil's stomach, mm-hmm. where I know for <laughs> the devil's stomach. You know, you know, because it, it, it really is, it has, again, it has nothing to do with homosexuality. It has to do with this ethics and a moral fiber. When you sit up there married to a woman and then you got another man that you damn near married to without the papers across town yeah. Yeah. and you having boys night out, you, you taking, you talk, Hey CJ, bring your girl. I'm going to bring my girl and we're going to go have dinner together. And you have a love affair with the man at the table while the two of you are married to the woman. Sitting that, at the that's table. called a liar and a cheater. 
Because at the end of the day, <laughs> right? Like, yes, yes, yes. At the end of the day, you could be sitting at the table with me having a love affair with the broad across from me. You're getting, you're catching a black eye either way, whether he has balls or not. So right. the point is that person's integrity is that they are a liar and a, and a cheater. It is that general and is that Please. general. Now, as a heterosexual woman, I only want to be with a heterosexual man. But but just like Whoopi Goldberg said it best, if you don't like gay marriage, don't have one. Simple. Real simple. Real simple. But otherwise, it's none of your fucking business. I don't go go do what you want to do. I'm because I'm gonna do what I want to do to be happy, and I expect you to do what you're gonna do to be happy. Now you know, Jay, even if we don't even have to, it goes so far beyond and this isn't even about homosexual. Like you said, it's an ethics matter, you know, and everybody, in fact, I did on my on my feed today about just your affirmations and the moral code, you know, yes. and the integrity of the conversation is in my first 10 years. And even now I'm sure there's a lot of people that still have the, have, have this because people like to hold you hostage to your past. Oh my God. And so Jay, as you know, for the first 10 years, 15 years, if not longer, right. Of all the time, how many people have called me the womanizer. And at the same time, I'm like, if that's the only bullshit you can come up with to talk shit about me is to try and call me a womanizer because I love women. I'm really okay with that because, you know, I mean, to be able to try and bring, everybody's looking for something. Well, and then also says that they don't know you. Or they don't know who he is today because who you are today doesn't that, necessarily that mean you're the same person before, that right? Part right there. All of my personalities live today because, yeah. but you, what you catch is what you were supposed to catch in, in that moment. And 100%. Someone was somebody asked me, Oh, you should be more about women empowerment on your show. This show isn't about women's empowerment. However, if that, if that title comes up, I'll address it and I'll address it appropriately then. But I, and, to, and to all of the listeners, let me just say this. To all the listeners that's looking at me eat this whole show, I'm a fat kid today, and I'm going to do it. Okay? I realize I've been eating this whole show. I realize that. Thank you for the message. But I'm eating this whole show today. Okay? And, and I'm just like Jacob saying, people are like, well, you know, just like, you know, well, what do you think about Black Lives Matter? If I get to that question one more time, I'm like, look, Negro, I am Black. Right. Oh, whoever the hell you are, and my life matters. And so just like you said, in regards to anything, you want you want views? Anything that comes out of my mouth is already a black view. Cause I don't, as far as I remember, I think my whole life I've been black. So whatever the fuck is coming out of my mouth. <laughs> right. It's my black view. for me. I don't know, you know, no, maybe I'll a different If it, it, it offends you, I hope that it does. Like, like Jay just said, you know, it's, a, it's supposed to offend you because you caught only the piece that you chose to zero in on and retain. So I hope that shoe fits and fucking gives you corns. My superpower for me is that <laughs> I may address women empowerment one day. We might talk about Black Lives Matters, but in that same day, I may cuss somebody out, walk an old lady across the street, smack somebody, fix, help my son with his homework, all in the same day. All of that shit can happen. So you're going to get one of those things, and whatever you caught in that moment, you were supposed to catch. Well, a friend of mine who is, um, she's a clear friend. And she asked me, she said, hey, she says, hey, how you doing? How are things going? You know, um, how do you feel about Black Lives Matter? I said, what's that? No, I knew it. I said, what's that? She said, you know, um, Black Lives Matter, hashtag BLM. I said, you lost me. What, what, what's that? Explain. She's like, you know, you know, um, you know, I just want to make sure that you're okay. And I said, help 
help me help me help myself. What are you talking about? Because I wanted her to explain Black Lives Matter to me. Don't ask me because I'm your black friend. Let me know that you on the up. What you talking about, Willis? Tell me. She could not. And she's now deleted from my Facebook page. You can't see her no more, huh? So many you people. Can't see her no more. I told you she was clear. I deleted so many people. Listen, people are like, you can be a Trump supporter and not be racist. I'm, let me help you with something. Not with that video he white. just released. Not with that video he just released no. this weekend. He is not a white, white folks shouting white supremacist. Power. If you support a white supremacist in any way, you support white supremacy. Let me tell you something. Black people who are listening to this I, I, uh, the podcast, your president, who you are supporting, Trump, he released a video on Twitter that was of white people shouting, white power, white power. And he called them good and people. And since deleted it. He called them good people. He said, these good people, video, white power, white power, and then deleted it. That's the president that you are putting your life in the hands of. Well, I'd rather listen to a video from our old president because Byron really embodies this person, right? And, and thank you, Fontenay, for this video that I'm going to put out with Obama and his angry, angry translator because I truly believe Byron and Kyron are, this is what they mean. Wendy, can you pull that video up with Obama? <laughs> And I'm gonna be eating again. What are you eating? What are you eating? Is it still I'm those? Eating, I'm eating grapes and I'm eating um, almonds. Eating nothing. And I'm eating almonds and I'm eating cheese and. You sound like you have gas. That's why I'm <laughs> <eating> gas. <laughs> I said it. We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like anyone is saying anything at any point in time, even if they would never say those things. So, uh, for instance, they could have me say things like. I don't know, Killmonger was right, or uh, Ben Carson is in the sunken place, or how about this, simply, President Trump is a total and complete dipshit. Now, you see, I would never say these things, at least not in a public address, but someone else would, someone like Jordan Peele. This is a dangerous time. Moving forward, we need to be more vigilant with what we trust from the internet. That's a time when we need to rely on trusted news sources. It may sound basic, but how we move forward in the age of information is going to be the difference between whether we survive or whether we become some kind of fucked up dystopia. Thank you. And stay woke, bitches. They woke bitches. Wonderful. I don't appreciate how you caught me coming back in the conversation either. Man, you were enjoying yourself. <laughs> yeah, that would be me and my angry translator. Motherfucker. Right. You know. <laughs> We left one thing out, CJ. I know you wanted to pay homage to someone from... I know, did. I wanted to pay Friday. homage to um, Marsha P. Johnson. And um, Marsha P. Johnson, you know, was born Malcolm Michaels Jr. and was an American gay liberist and, uh, excuse me, liberation activist and self-identified drag queen. 
and known as an outspoken advocate for gay rights. And Johnson was one of the most prominent figures um, in the Stonewall uprising of 1969. I would love to see a movie uh, done about Marsha P. Johnson. Um, this person was just uh, influential, I believe, in just pride period. And I think more accolades need to be paid to her. I think um, they're, you know, even being radical, why not have a Marsha P. Johnson day, you know, just to, because um, all, you know, Black Lives Matter, gay lives matter. And I think that um, ending Pride Month that we should just, uh, if we can, give 10 seconds, 15 seconds, actually, of silence for Marsha P. Johnson and her contribution to Pride. Marsha, we love you, babe. Thank that you so much for what you have done. Oh, you did it here four seconds. Shit, what the hell? No, that was 15. Was 10. I counted the 10. No, I actually did 15. Okay, okay, I'm just checking. I want to make I sure more. I did oh, that time, time. Me. It felt like four yeah. seconds to you. Because <laughs> that's what it takes to nut, and he be mad every time that it comes around. Who tells you I'm around the corner? I'll be there in 10 minutes. It's 30 yeah. minutes because it felt you know, like 10 that, minutes. That's that, black, that's that black folk exiting off the freeway shit. I'm almost <laughs> off the freeway. You know, damn well you ain't left home. Damn yet. well you ain't even get to the exit yet. <laughs> Where you at? I'm 10 minutes I'm on away. The freeway. You know what that's I'm saying? Him. No, that's I'm him. On right there. I'm Take on the picture. freeway. He tells you he's on the freeway. You ain't even got to get to my house. You ain't even got to get on the freeway to get to my house, but you on the freeway. I'm five minutes away. All okay, right, well, look, BET celebrated their 40th anniversary. I was just about to BET, BET celebrated their 40th anniversary. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Oh, Shout out to, oh, well, 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 let me tell, let me tell y'all my little story. That's when I'm a couple of pounds heavy. You see that little stomach. But BET celebrated their 40th. I'm happy to tell you that I um, have spent two years as a co-producer on BET. And also I spent numerous years as one of the background singers on the show. Um, I co-produced the Whitney Houston Tribute at the 2012 BET Awards, and I also co-produced the R. Kelly performance the very next year. Scratch that, I did it, but forget his name. Um, yeah, and so I, I owe a great deal to BET and the BET family. I still have people that I love. I'm still being called in and work on certain assignments for BET, so I love, love, love them. And to know that in the 40-year history, and it kind of made me tear up. Because um, I never, ever, ever thought in my life that I would contribute to something like that. Like, I, I knew, you know, I'm a singer and I do my thing and I've been on TV shows. But to actually sit down and co-produce a segment for someone that I truly admired and love, which is Whitney Houston, and for the singer Monica, like, that, like, just blew my mind. And then to be called back the very next year to do it for R. Kelly, I, you know, and, and to see what it's come, even though it was quarantine BET, it was such a beautiful experience. But they put um, it together to, so well. They put it together so, so well. It was just absolutely beautiful. So shout out to BET, shout out to Viacom. Thank you for including me in your projects. Shout out to Kim Burr, shout out to Ray Chu. You know, it's a, BET, BET did their thing. I, I enjoyed it. And Megan Thee Stallion, what? That was my favorite H -Town. performance. You represented for H-Town, babe. It, she it, did it her thing. Like, she did her down. thing. It went down. It went down. But so, yeah. 
uh, oh, Michelle Obama's tribute yes. to Beyonce. To Beyonce. My favorite yeah. thing, and I'd like to play a little clip from that because please, please. I thought, I, first of all, anything Michelle says, I'm listening to. You just can't help but to hear hear what she says. Yeah, but I thought it was well deserved. Um, Ooh, not that picture though. Look at that. Well, I was about to say something, CJ. Lord, what I is wrong? With Lord, now you know what. And soften Beyonce. Now something wrong with that picture. I don't like that they did that because she's normally looking. Play the video real quick, Wendy. Please play the video. I am here today to talk about the Queen. You know the one. Ever since she was a little girl in Houston, Beyonce Knowles Carter has been lighting up the stages and gracing the world with her talent. The beautiful presentation was kicked off by former first lady, Michelle Obama. So to my girl, I just wanna say, you inspire me. You inspire all of us, which is why I'm so proud to name Beyonce the 2020 BET Awards Humanitarian of the Year honoree. Congratulations, girl. Love you so much. Beyonce's mother, Tina Knowles Lawson, and Tyler Perry also shared their thoughts on why she is so deserving of. I'm coming right back, just so y'all know. Wendy, okay. put, put, put me back in in like two seconds. Let me so, tell you, that was so beautiful. It was. It was. And then Blue. And she Ivy was deserving won, of it. She's deserving BET of it. award herself. Her daughter wins yeah. her first BET award. I thought. I've seen the production. My aunt works in production every year, mm -hmm. and I, I know it's so much goes into the live performances. It is. But the way they did it virtually to me was great. And the baby's song was awesome, too. His video mm -hmm. was great, too. So kudos to BET. I had to give you a shout out because I just thought that you guys did an awesome job and it was well deserved. Yeah. And I think. I oh, go ahead. I'm no, I'm just saying, I think um, BET had. Uh, and, and, and note, guys. They are the first award show to do it. Even the Emmys, the uh, the Critics Choice Awards, it's cool. But that to me was the first award show to and actually do that. It was put together that. well because you know sometimes it was put stuff together gets quite well. Kind of, you know, it was put together quite well. I enjoyed the Usher performance. I, you know, that was I, good. I must have missed Usher's performance. Mm -hmm. was that was pretty good too. I, I I have to give a huge shout out to BT. I I enjoyed it, and to know because they were celebrating forty years. I'm a part of that history. Mm -hmm. Like that, that, who'd ever think? Like that just still, like, it makes my mind just crazy. It makes my mind crazy. Hey, before we get into the next segment, guys, any any questions for us? Anything you want to talk yeah. about? Anything you want to throw our way? Ask a question. I can see it. Let Thank us know. you, Janice. I love my hair too. I appreciate that compliment. Oh. How's everybody doing? I see Sophia is on here. Who we get it from? Claudia. Claudia's here. Claudia. Yeah. Patty here. We got uh, Jenna's here. What y'all got to say? Say something. Ask us a question. Anything. But careful, you will get an answer. Sophia, thank you so much. Yeah, it was a, it was a wonderful way to celebrate the fortieth. Um, That's right. Let's hmm. see. All right, I you know what well, I, I don't know, Queen B. Hey, this up with me. <laughs> okay, so you know what? Why B is gone? You and I had an interesting debate earlier. We were talking about the ice cream truck song. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> In a very passionate yes. way. <laughs> okay, 
go ahead and start off since that was your point to bring up. So this video comes across uh, Facebook about how, oh, you you knew about the ice cream so truck song. You wouldn't have been chasing it as a kid. So, of course, I did my research first because you got to be careful, right? You hear you see people talking about how certain things are this way. You got to kind of find out the truth. And I dug deep enough to find out what you talked about, which basically, Wendy, can you pull that clip up about the ice cream truck? There was a song, an old folk song. Come up, man, five, three, watermelon. Well, I went down to go fill the other afternoon. There was all a yellow girl, her name was Suki Lou. She was a sitting on the rail with the heels in the sand. Big watermelon, the fit to be the band. Says I'm a Suki dear, when you keep your heart to me. She gave a hundred more eyes, visit don't you see? The juice from the watermelon trickled down the cage. So, if you didn't hear the words, it's the watermelon, ha 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 ha. The music in the background, <laughs> in case you missed it, and the music in the background is that song that we all chased as a little kid playing on an ice cream truck. And I was so mortified. I said, you mean all this time I'm chasing after a 50 cent icy to nigga loves a watermelon? Messed me up. So I put this in it because we always discuss our topics and CJ was like, well, that's not the original song. It's Turkey. What is it? Turkey? Turkey, 1912. That song was in 1916, but the original song right. was 1912, Turkey in the Straw. Turkey okay. in the Straw. So Turkey in the Straw is the original song, which I knew that. What what, mm -hmm. what what came across was Columbia Records actually put out the Nigger Loves a Watermelon one and literally published mm -hmm. it. And it was a popular song. And when they played it, they played it with Blackface and all this stuff going on. And so our debate was, our debate was, should that, should, should this song be attacked because the original song didn't necessarily perpetuate that, and I felt it still should have been removed because it's it was attached to all of those things. So, but you know, and and, and I thought you know, um, the writer of that article that she got it from um, was trying to stir up something that wasn't there. Uh, his article was biased because he was trying to say that the Ice Cream Man song is was taken from uh, Nigga Loves the Watermelon. Aha, aha. That still cracks me up to just to say that. Um, it, it, it just does. I know. I nigga loves watermelon. Aha, aha. I'm sorry, but I just visualized 20 kids like it used to be in the hood in New Jersey. Chasing the ice cream truck to nigga well, you know love the hey, water. I did it, St. Louis, Chicago, and Compton. Well, oh, now we see where, where, where now we see where Master P got it from. Ah, uh, na na, you know, nigga love the watermelon. Aha, uh -huh, uh -huh. tell him that he'll be mad. <laughs> but you know, in Turkey in the Straw, you know, has lasted longer than that song. Turkey in the Straw is still being played in nursery schools. It's been taught, you know, on children's TV. Um, so I think that. that Oh, yes, 
indeed, I know that a nigga do love turkey. Mm-hmm. And I know that a coon do love chicken. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, but give that coon some possum. That's what he wants. And hog chicken. Mm-hmm. Oh, go on. Give him that possum with baby running down its back. Will make a nigga wink his lips pull in the slack. <laughs> well, as I was a climb down the road, I met Mr. Topper and I met Miss Toad. Every time Mr. Topper would sing, see that old toad cut the pigeon wing. I looked Nigga loves a watermelon, ha ha ha. Nigga loves a watermelon, ha ha ha. I have to clarify the audacity. I am more amused by the audacity because if I am pissed that I was chasing a watermelon and I know it. <laughs> what? Well, well, now now we know that that's not. But but shame on you, Columbia Records, for not even acknowledging, especially during now. You um, and, and and I say this too. I think that writer of that article was trying to join in the trend of Black Lives Matter and actually not doing the research. But yet, shame on you, Columbia Records, for not addressing that because that song was published, and um, you know it, it it should be addressed. But you know, but le- leading leading to that, what I am happy though of um, some of you guys know that I've mentioned before. My family's from Mississippi, and uh, my mother's side is from Mississippi, and. Uh, the anti-racism process, uh, excuse me, protest sparked by the killing of George Floyd has pushed several communities in the U.S. to remove long-standing Confederate symbols. Like, I'm glad, like, everybody's getting rid of the Confederate flag. I'm so, like, just, just get rid of it. And, um, and it's, you know, it's been a staggering, you know, place in public life for years, but several statues of the Confederate leaders have been already torn down. The Senate has debated renaming the military bases, which currently commemorate Confederate generals. And now the Mississippi state legislator has decided to remove the Confederate symbol from his state flag. I will tell you that with Mississippi, I remember going to Jackson, Mississippi, into the courthouse and seeing the Confederate flag waving. And I'm quite, I'm quite frankly glad that it's been taken down. And I'm glad that um, one of the Mississippi mayors, uh, if you can bring that up, uh, that picture of one of the, the Mississippi mayor, Wendy. And then when we get, I want to address Tierra Sneeze. She did have a question. It's a good. Okay. One. Okay. And it says a black mayor breaks down in tears while signing executive order to remove the controversial Mississippi flag from the city buildings. And I'm glad that, as you can see, he's in he's up in age. And um, I'm so very glad that he was able to witness that with his own eyes and not only witness it, but be the one to sign it. And um, I've told this story about being in Mississippi. My mother and I, when my grandmother died, we had to go and get some things transferred over to my mother's name from my grandmother. And we walked into the city co- uh, county courthouse. And as my mother was speaking to the clerk, I looked up and I saw a picture, well, excuse me, I saw a wall that had been painted over. And the words white and black only were painted over. And I saw that with my own eyes, which totally discombobulated me in a way because that's only been a part of the textbook. That has never been something that my eyes have witnessed. So to actually see it and to see the fact that you didn't even have the gall to take it down. Like you didn't have the, the, just the, the proper reasoning to take it down. You just painted over it. And for me, and I, and I tapped my mom on the shoulder and I said, mama, look. And she said, what? 
And she said, I'll be damned. And to see her eyes look at that. And she said, I hadn't seen that since I was a kid. 